Hey, Neo. 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 Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And here's a Daily Mail headline. Actually, here's so many headlines. We are so proud of you. Jerry Horner posts adorable throwback pictures to celebrate her rarely seen daughter Bluebell's 17th birthday. <laughs> was this you or Timmy's observation? That it was me. Rarely there seen so many... daughter, rarely <laughs> seen child, rare photo. Let me see more. Let me read more. Let me read more. I couldn't Kate stop Winslet finding them. Kate Winslet and real life daughter. <laughs> real life real daughter, daughter is, so, is funny. so funny. Mia Thrapleton, which is an amazing name for Kate Winslet's daughter. Mia Thrapleton posed for rare pics together at BAFTA TV Awards 2023. Kylie Jenner shares snaps with rarely seen son and daughter as she celebrates Mother's Day. Like, Rare Rare hasn't had a big a day this big since Selena Gomez. Since Selena Gomez launched it. her <laughs> beauty line. George Stephanopoulos and rarely seen daughters pose with surprise A-lister that ticks off Ali Mom Ali Wentworth. This is just this Cares. happened on Good Morning America. Hillary Swank shares rare insight into emotional oh, first Mother's Day insight. with twins. <laughs> it's okay, all rare, rare on Mother's pretty Day. Funny. Beautiful Life, American Pickers Mike Wolf shares rare pick of mom and thanks her for the love and guidance in Sweet Mother's Day post. Mindy Kaling's rare glimpse into her chill Mother's Day with two kids is making mamas everywhere feel seen. I don't even want to comment on that. No one makes a journalist or editor or person in charge of headline more copy uncomfortable than more uncomfortable Kaling. than writing about Mindy Kaling. <laughs> I know it's true. <laughs> Little People Big World star Amy Roloff shares rare photo with all kids, all four kids for Mother's Day. Nicole Richie and daughter Harlow, 15, look like they could be twins in rare photo as they pose with her sister Sophia and mother Brenda Harvey for Mother's Day. And then the last one. This one's cursed. Justin Timberlake praises badass wife Jessica Biel on Mother's Day shares rare family photo. Is I guess the rare thing is just like it's just a click method, but it is funny that like you get I just liked rarely seen like kids being rarely seen. <laughs> I want to quote you actually from a group chat yesterday where we were talking oh, about no. um, Stephen and Lily of Celebrity Book Club. Stephen tweeted once celebrated on grid with chic 1970s Polaroids. <laughs> the mom is now relegated to stories, perfunctory, wrinkled, real. Maybe her retro glamour betrays our own age or maybe in the age when everyone can be mother. The label itself has withered. Just another hashtag in the crowd. And so we were talking about that tweet. Mother and Lindsay... also was the subject of a Ben Kesslin penned styles piece on like the in the oh, New York I saw Times that. this Daddy's weekend. Over. And I was like, it's all about mother. I was like, all right, well, mother has reached its uh, Honestly, it's expected peak and ending, which is being celebrated on Mother's Day mm -hmm. and being explained to the masses. You know what I mean? Yes. Like why and here and 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 Taylor Swift on stage at a concert being like, you guys call me mother, but that's different than Mother's Day. It's like, yes, bitch. Mother is number one on Netflix, thanks to Jennifer uh, Lopez, you know. Oh, the mother. The mother. The you mother. pointed this out. Just in terms of rare photos, you said, yeah. it's really oh. funny that we've been on that stupid app, meaning Instagram, so long that you see photos that you know are recycled. Like, not recycled, but I've seen that photo of your mom before, <laughs> lol. Yeah. Where yeah, yeah, I've yeah. noticed it too, where it's like, oh, you see your I friend post a carousel, it, and it's like, I saw you post this in 2017. Like, I know I for a fact I've seen this mama photo. <laughs> And I don't think that people should be taking that as to you need to get more photos of your parents. Like you got to no, get more into rotation. No, 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 like no, no, no. I don't want you to think that I'm, you know, you don't need to like call your mom and be like, we need for next year. We're going to need a new photo. Please like get into the, go into the into attic, the get out the phone book. I mean, the photo book. 
But I do think the phenomenon of posting your parents has is such a now institutionalized tradition that I've seen people's parents that I saw last year the same photo and I'm I've like oh god I'm like, like oh yeah them they look great still I just hate noticing it you're right it's like it makes me feel weird it's not really an indictment on the person who did it I no, feel no, no. crazy it's for noticing me. it's me being like I feel like it's a looky-loo like I'm like I shouldn't be seeing this photo of your a hot photo of your young mom you it's know it's me hi I'm the problem it's me to quote mother herself that is just it's it's apt right now like i feel crazy when i see a photo of someone's hot dad that they've been posting every year since 2012 you know like that makes me feel crazy you know i know no it's i know it's you i get what you're saying but we're also not, it's a little weird not, it is a little weird you still love when your the parents or whatever wait before you move on, i just want to say on mother's day no one is mother <laughs> you know what i mean what do you mean wait no what do you mean on Mother's Day specifically, the term mother is suspended for the day. No one is mother because everybody is mother. Oh, yeah. No everybody one on mother, Mother's yeah. Day is mother. Mm -hmm. I get that now. Yeah. You can't be like, and that's mother. It's like, yeah, everyone, look around. It's all mothers. <laughs> it's mother. No, thank you. Okay, that's all. <laughs> Not speaking of mothers, Diana Agron knows exactly what she likes. What I finally... But kind of speaking of mothers because she's in a movie about your biological clock. Yeah, it's called Clock. You sent me this... W story and it said style notes Diana Agron knows exactly what she likes because the headline it's that it's that really vague irritating headline construction yeah yeah and Diana Agron eats a hard boiled egg for breakfast every day and that's the <laughs> like that's the Diana so Agron can't see the colors green or blue <laughs> that'd be better that would be better thank you but I clicked this expecting like a profile that I really didn't want to read, but it's just a question and answer. So like, oh, okay, yeah. it's not, it's not like an irritating thing to read. It's like, who is your ultimate style icon? Well, and she's like Catherine Hepburn and Diane Keaton, and then my friend. And okay, a little boring. Well, to continue, not, not to speak of mother again, but speaking of mother, aka Taylor Swift, mm -hmm. <laughs> she's this not is mother, the but whatever. Thing. Is that they they asked her directly about. The rumors about well, actually, this was not even from that profile. This was from a was Rolling from a Stone one. interview. No, this is Rolling. Oh, it was Stone. from a Rolling Stone. Oh, she did three. Right, she did because I read. Oh God, I've read three Diana Agron profiles in the I past. I have to like, say, whoever's days. doing the whoever's doing Diana Agron's PR for this movie, you're slaying because you got the Marlo Stern interview. You got a Bustle pro, uh, profile. I mean, this is like and there's Carenza not many places to be placed. Bustle, yeah, who like writes all of the big profiles at bustle so she got them every she really got them everywhere so they asked her you've inspired music as well since you're the in the liner notes as one of the inspirations for taylor swift's 22 me oh if only that's more because of a friendship than being the inspiration for the song but i would not be the person to ask about that i cannot claim that and then they said do how do you feel about the way the friendship was covered in the media you two were shipped and she wrote shipped oh my god you two were this is at me as a journalist i would just self-immolate if this was me asking you guys were shipped you guys you were shipped you were shipped though how do you feel about me ship you were shipped diana agron saying shipped to you question mark would would really like i'd leave the room I wouldn't even set myself on fire. I'd be like, I have to go. It was nice to meet you. I would like roll down the stairs. I would just like pivot, uh, get on the floor and just roll. Okay. She says shift. And then they said, you two were made out by the media and some fans to be in a relationship. And she wrote, 
That is so in- well she wrote she said that is so interesting. I I mean there have been many stories about my dating life that are so wildly untrue. That's funny. This is I I would pay at least $5 to hear the the audio of this answer. I will say. Oh, I'd pay 10. Yeah, I know the Swifties would pay like $1000 to hear I'd this. I'd pay 10 euro. That's so interesting. That's so funny. That's so interesting. That's so funny. <laughs> That's the Daily Mail, when they aggregated this, they used it in a caption. So there's like a photo of Diana Agron from probably five years ago. And the caption yeah. is, no romance, colon. She was also <laughs> asked about the rumors that she was in a relationship with, romantic relationship with the songstress, responding, quote, that is so interesting. That is so interesting. That is so interesting. Me when I don't know what to say back. That is so interesting. Me when something's not funny. That's funny. That's so funny. That's funny. <laughs> that is so interesting. So did you fuck Taylor Swift and inspire her song 22, which was probably one of the biggest songs of her career? That is so interesting. <laughs> they think, what? That is so... Meanwhile, I'm sorry, Not no offense to Diana Agron, but 85% of this woman's uh, publicity and media coverage over the past five years has been this, about Taylor Swift and possibly fucking mm-hmm. her. So I find it very hard to believe that Diana Agron has not no. heard about any of this. No. I find it a little bit rich. And I think that that's interesting that I'm being sus about is more of her lying about having not heard of it versus mm-hmm. having lied about it ever happening because I'm not going to weigh in on that. I'm not a gayler. I think Bobby is. I'm a gayler, but I my gayler, my gayler drama has <laughs> nothing dormant. to do with... My Gaylor drama has nothing to do with Diana Agron. Oh, really? I gotta say. Yeah, no. Okay. It has to do with Carly Claus? Yeah. Okay. So I just, <laughs> I just yes. am saying, like, <laughs> yes. I don't, I do. He said I confidently. Do, <laughs> I was gonna say, like, I just committed you. I just called the, I just had you take it from your house. Um, I just think the, the response that she has is more in denying that she knew about it is mm-hmm. bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. That is so interesting. That's so funny. <laughs> that is funny. Sh- shipped? Question that's funny. Mark? Not that's so funny. That's funny. <laughs> a pretty blonde girl saying that's funny to you in a monotone? <laughs> Just kill yourself. Now that's the yeah. scariest thing. Like, that's That's scary. terrifying. That's, that's scary. Hey, W Magazine. My name is Diana Agron. And today we're doing A S. Here's a tweet from Popgrave. Aladdin star Mina Masood deactivated his Twitter account after receiving backlash for his tweet about the Little Mermaid. And then fortunately they like... This is they, huge flop behavior. I, I cannot believe he did this. I cannot believe Why he did this. Why'd he do this? And it's a reply too. Like it was a reply. He thought he thought it wouldn't be seen, I think. In Mina was Aladdin way. in the live action Aladdin. The live action Aladdin, like most of the Disney live actions, made a Made a gajillion of money. dollars. Made over a billion yes. dollars, right? But... Before we even read the tweet, he famously came out and said, I didn't even get an audition after this thing, which is like very sad and actually speaks to Disney, their machine, Mm -hmm. the kind of chew you up and spit you out. Literally spit him out. Yeah. So I think that he has a little bit of frustration with that. Therefore, I guess giving this tweet a little bit of a, a little bit of reading it with a grain of salt. Yeah. But also, I think he's also looking at this and saying like, well... He's looking at Hallie and kind of saying, like, Hallie's on a different level. Like, I think there's, I think it's weird that he's even comparing himself to Hallie because he's kind of, came, he kind of came out of nowhere. Chloe and Hallie had I know. a little bit more of a background when they came. But if anything, wouldn't you phrase it a little bit differently? Wouldn't you say, like, 
I'm interested in this movie because I feel like our movie made so much money and yet my career really was not impacted by it in a way mm-hmm. that feels still feels very hurtful. And I Which hope I think is a great happen. thing to bring up. Right, but yet the way that he said it is not that. Read the tweet. Just read the tweet. So he said, our film was unique, meaning Aladdin, and that audiences went to watch it multiple times. It's the only way we reached the billion dollar mark with our opening. My guess is The Little Mermaid doesn't cross the billion mark, but will undoubtedly get a sequel. And so he's not even really why? saying anything like Say nasty. that. Okay, Matt Baloney, why? <laughs> right. It's not even that it's nasty. It's not even that it's pointed. He's not saying anything cruel about Hallie, and Callie's mm, gone through her share of right. like bullshit. But he is like expressing like a bit of a grudge, right? He's like a little resentful of something that hasn't even happened yet in a sense, in a way that like on Twitter will not go well. It's like the guy, it's like the baseball player who was like, "Uh, oh, what's the deal with this flight attendant that made my wife pick up popcorn off the floor? Like, why would you ever say this on Twitter? And so people got mad at him and he deleted his Twitter account. But then you look at all this. nuked the entire account. (laughs) It's gone. It's gone. (laughs) He nuked it. He is working, but it's like you look at the stuff and it's – he was just in a Hulu show. He was just in the History of the World Part Two, the Mel Brooks thing. But like I the mean, other stuff, it's like – he's kind of a little bit of a kooky guy. Like he's a big vegan guy and he wrote a whole book called Evolving Vegan and then now he hosts a show There's something kooky about girlfriend. veganism. Okay. I'm just saying in terms of being like it, he's going lots he's, – he's following his passions. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. I just like, can't if believe – you go to his Instagram, his bio is Mina Masood, Evolving Vegan – press play productions it's not like i was aladdin or like i'm an actor like it (laughs) is it's not giving like if you didn't know he was aladdin you wouldn't know he was aladdin Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) sorry he's doing a lot of he hosts this show about veganism with his girlfriend another thing uh, for crave canada i'm just saying it's not giving aladdin oh yes let's do it is it hard to be a vegan no it is not There's so many resources now online. Um, I always tell people the best thing to do is to kind of approach it slowly. First, try replacing the milk and creamer that you put in your coffee, and then maybe find a replacement for chicken, and then work your way into a plant-based diet that way. He's giving analysis in a way. He's not giving actor. He's giving analysis. And then you look at his bio that's on his... um, gin website because he co-owns a gin company with his girlfriend with his girlfriend and his girlfriend's dad (laughs) (laughs) sorry his girlfriend's dad who's the ceo of bollywood hollywood production so he on his bio on this gin company it says mina masood is an actor author and entrepreneur of egyptian heritage he studied neuroscience at the university of toronto and graduated with a bfa from ryerson university it's like i'm sorry you like you don't work in neuroscience do something in hollywood kind of get spit out by disney and not approach it in that kind of like overly analytical way, way you know right. exactly where exactly. you're just like wait a minute like i'm right. sure right i'm sure he would prefer to do this gin stuff and just like ignore hollywood this altogether gin. you know after working in the restaurant industry he founded his company evolving vegan and published his first book mina is best known for his international billion dollar success of Ala- success of aladdin his most recent film the royal treatment was the number one film in the world on netflix i guess what i'm just saying is the way that he is framing even his own appearance in, in aladdin is weird and almost like he doesn't want to be an actor <laughs> like yeah, because that's what it, it is like being it's being like buried by like everything else maybe he's Mm -hmm. doing it in the context of selling gin but it just feels like he cares more about his vegan company and the gym and being an entrepreneur and his girlfriend than he does about having been in aladdin 
Yeah. The thing is, if I heard if I heard that analysis by some journalist on a podcast, I'd be like, hmm, interesting. But because I hear it from the actor, I'm like, <laughs> oh, you crossed a line. The actors aren't allowed to go there. And it's not even because I don't think they're allowed to, like, <laughs> legally, ethically. I'm just like, if you do this, you are going to get in trouble by the fans. I know. The fans are not I going know. to and be And it's happy. not even, like, by Disney. Like, it's just going to be, like, people being, yeah. like... Why are you being negative? There also is no reason to be negative about the movie until it comes out. You know, like you have he hasn't even seen it. It's just weird to kind of have this no. tweet being like, why are you as the guy who was Aladdin and Aladdin, like guesstimating the box office numbers for The Little Mermaid? Like, why are again, you <laughs> whose father invented Toaster Strudel? Why are you as Aladdin, <laughs> as Aladdin from Aladdin talking about You're the Aladdin Little Mermaid. from Aladdin and you are ostensibly playing Aladdin again in Aladdin too. So why don't you just like play? Why don't you just wait until that happens before? I will say I thought he was very brave and I thought it was cool that he said it is very interesting. And this was a long time ago right after the movie came out. I haven't got an audition since Aladdin and I, yeah. that movie made a billion dollars. That was an mm-hmm. interesting conversation. Yeah. Why is that? Why and is I'm that? sure that that was you know? kind of helpful. I'm sure that that got him some attention from like casting agents and producers because he has it's not like he hasn't worked since Aladdin he's worked a lot no he certainly has worked he certainly has worked but if you look at his credits before Aladdin it was like terrorist you know what I mean he got he's he was getting those like racist Mm -hmm. roles and I think after Aladdin he thought oh maybe I won't get those anymore and he still was and Mm -hmm. I think that's the problem so he is dating this woman Emily Shaw who with whom he owns this gin company Dharma she's also an actress and a uh, beauty queen she is. And her dad also co-owns this company. And he seems like mm, a billionaire. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. He seems yeah. like very, 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 very rich. He's starring as Aladdin in Disney's live action version of the movie. Joining me now, Mina Masood. Do you like that? Masood. I love it. That's good. I'm going to start implementing <laughs> there that. There you go. Yeah. Tell me about the process of winning this role. And, and how big of a deal was that for you? You know, I've been watching this film since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I have two older sisters, so they had it playing at the house before I could even walk and talk. And uh, <laughs> Robin Williams was a huge inspiration oh. of mine. So uh, it's meant a lot to me growing up. And um, when I first saw the audition notice, I put in a tape. I didn't hear anything back for four months. Really? So I was quite devastated and uh, disappointed. But then, you know, out of nowhere, we started uh, hearing back and, and things started moving pretty quickly. Okay, wait, so you see the audition notice where? <clears throat> online. I mean, I've saw it online like everybody else, and then I reached out to my agents and I was like, we're getting an audition <laughs> for this, right? <laughs> right. Moving on, I really don't know what to do with this, but it... I don't know either. It makes me laugh, because I saw this headline, Marin Morris flashes the flesh in sequence as Adina Menzel goes red hot, and Karuchi Tran is a bombshell in black as they lead stars at Glad Media Awards in New York. And I was like, kind of like, okay. as a gay person, okay. like, maybe I should pay more attention to the Glad Awards, but I was like, didn't they just happen? And the answer to that question is, yes, they did. But something I Glad didn't know Media about the Glad Awards. Awards. No, the Glad Media Awards are split in two, and they always have been, and I didn't know this. They do an L.A. version and a New York version, and they split the awards in half. So they give half of the awards in L.A. and half of the awards in New York. I'm sorry, but pick one. We all have to pick one. We've all picked one. Pick one. (laughs) And they've been doing this. But as a gay person, sometimes it's your right not to just pick one. (gasps) Well, I can't speak to that. But the queerest thing about the Glad Media Awards is they happen in two cities. (laughs) But I'm just saying, maybe the... Glad the Glad Media Awards are bicoastal. They need to embrace the the B and LGBTQ. Exactly. So it is more. They're bicoastal. It makes sense that the Glad Media <laughs> the Awards B are bicoastal. And, the B and LGBTQ is for bicoastal. Is for bicoastal. When it comes to the Glad Media Awards. 
by coastal representation, please. <laughs> okay, I just thought the um the funniest award given was outstanding breakthrough music artist was given to Dove Cameron. Mm-hmm. <laughs> outstanding drama series was given to nine one one Lone Star. I'm yes, sorry, I guess, and that was that in L.A. Ca- that's camp. That's mother, and that's camp. <laughs> Let me read you. And the reason I put this description up at the top is because it's hilarious. The 34th GLAAD Media Awards is the 2023 annual presentation of the GLAAD Media Awards by GLAAD, honoring 2022 films, television shows, video games, musicians, and works of journalism that fairly, accurately, and inclusively represent the LGBT community and issues relevant to the community. I don't want to know. Yeah. I think there's a gay couple in it. And they, like, fight fires, but they also fuck. So I I don't watch watch 911 Lone Star. I've only seen, like, three episodes of 911 normal with angela bassett and i'm always like i cannot believe angela bassett is here well, you know that, like right i've only seen 911 normal and i there's not a lot of gay stuff going on and it's mostly just bo- like air balloons popping I in the air and like and like a tidal wave hitting a stadium i feel like the way that i feel when i see angela bassett on an episode of 911 is probably precisely how i would feel if someone <laughs> rang my doorbell and i opened the door and it was angela bassett i'd be like what are you doing here <laughs> wait <laughs> wait why are you here only the difference is she makes a lot of money by going on 911 and she doesn't make gonna... any money by coming to my door. Marin Morris has taken her role as like supreme ally like to heart. She is just like number one ally these days. I'm an ally to her as an ally. She is an ally. <laughs> I'm as an ally. I also I look up to her as an ally. She's my ally. She too. is one of our capital O biggest allies. Capital A. She really is. She took on the country industry and now she's going to the Glad Media Awards and giving Dove Cameron the award for outstanding breakthrough music artist. <laughs> I just feel like the Glad Media Awards should include an award that's like straight lady who sit who was loud and annoying in on like four gay people and it should be like Marin Morris. <laughs> Sorry, I mean amongst other awards that I would give, I just think that would be a fun yes. one. Yes. Yes. Right? It would be. I was also reading more about this, and I saw that Harvey Guillen was the host. He's everywhere. And I was like, wow, he is everywhere. Yeah. He told a yeah. heartfelt story about why he wrote, wore this, like, Christian Siriano gown with, like, butterflies on Love it. Love it. And I was like, he is everywhere. Also, I noticed Coleman Domingo was there, and I never gay. knew about him. Very gay. Pe- when people find out that Coleman Domingo is gay, it kind of gags people in a Luke Evans way because it's like, you're too mask, you're too butch, you're too well, hunky for this. Now you just say this. in a Pedro Pascal way because that is our yes. modern day person. But I don't know that Pedro like, Pascal Whoa. is actually really. It's like, what? It's one. Th- it's one thing for like <laughs> Jeremy O'Harris to tweet about how you're in his group chat. It's another thing to actually say I'm a member of the queer community, and Pedro Pascal has not done that yet. So I don't want to speak for him. A, a mo- he posted an emoji of like a gay flag and was like, "I'm gay." Like he did. Did he? He posted the emoji. Yeah, he was like, uh, he said he was gay. Come on. I'm just saying. He, he, he said it. What do you want from him? What do you want from him to go attend the Glad Media Awards and accept the award for best gay guy of I don't want to speak for him. I don't want to speak for him. He he keeps things a little close to the chest is all I'm saying. You want him to go to the Glad Media Awards and get up there <laughs> and accept the award for new gay guy. No one has to. No one has to define themselves if they don't want to. I just think okay. I don't want to speak for him. And I okay. don't want to call him gay if I don't actually know. Like, what if he's bi-coastal, you know? What? <laughs> oh, you know, like, I don't. Certainly. I, I mean that seriously. But anyway, Coleman Domingo I know. is gay. Okay. And yeah. he went to the GLAAD Awards and he looked amazing. But I saw this story. I was like, wait, what's his deal? Because I, I, is he dating anyone? And he's been dating. He's been married for a really long time. And he's been dating this person for like almost 20 years. Wow. But the way that they met is literally Raul Domingo. They met on Craigslist. 
They met on a misconnection. Let me just That's read you crazy. the story because it's actually only, kind of awesome. Only 20 years ago could you meet somebody on misconnections exactly. in a relationship with them. Yeah. Okay. You got a picture 17 years ago. I was walking down the street going into a Walgreens in Berkeley, California. We passed each other. We never spoke. A few days later, I'm on Craigslist trying to buy a used computer to help my writing. I went to the home screen and you know they have misconnections, things like ads. I would read them because I'm a romantic. And then he scrolled down and saw... There's a misconnection that says, I saw you outside of the Walgreens in Berkeley. Crazy. And then they met up, and now they're together. That's amazing. That makes me glad with two ways. I can't believe you skipped over that the two biggest glad media icons were there. I was going to wait. But yeah, G-Flip and Chrishell were there. Their first red carpet appearance since announcing their marriage. They're the flips. They're the flips. (laughs) (laughs) Meet the flips. I will say, do it. The first appearance after you maybe get gay married, being the Glad Media Awards, is a sleigh, and I'm really happy for that. <laughs> Seriously, po- posing on a posing on a step and repeat with Glad Hyundai and, and Kettle, Kettle One vodka on the back of the step and repeat is gay rights. It is. Uh, it is. Love them. When does Selling Sunset comes back this week? Right. Netflix. If you're listening. Netflix, if you're listening to do my Marianne Williamson, put it in my preview content. I would love it in my preview content. Netflix, if you're listening. And thank you, Glad, for this honor. This is amazing. Okay, I gotta tell you, and this is like, I'm, I'm reading a little bit, but I'm just talking from my heart because that's what we need to do. But I wanted to say this. I was a little nervous about tonight because I thought I had to learn like a whole new alphabet to everyone to like to, to introduce and and not uninclude people because I was like man I don't want to do it wrong and what do I do and then I decided that if I have to memorize it I might as well elaborate on it so we got L legendary G gorgeous B beautiful all of you beautiful people T tantalizing and even Q for quality okay (laughs) And I just want to say to everybody in the room, I know everybody wants to keep it moving. Thank you for the unconditional love, because it's very difficult for me to have that and to have, I haven't experienced much of it. So I thank you. I thank you. And I wish all of you love, peace, harmony. And as my five-year-old son, Rocky, likes to say, boobies and butts. Okay. <laughs> I love my Helix mattress. I love my Helix pillow. What else is there to say about Helix? I freaking love it. <laughs> What when I sleep on other beds, what is there I else get to mad. say is that I come back to my bed and I'm like, this is the bed. This is the bed. And it's honestly spoiled me for other beds. And I don't like traveling sometimes because I'm like, this is not my bed. Where's my bed? I want I've my bed. It, I've made it. It's, it's my special bed. It's my special mattress because it is a mattress that is made for my body. Mm-hmm. I took the Helix quiz. It told me which Helix mattress to get. And that's the one I got. And that's the one that I love. And that's yes. the one that I will not stop mm-hmm. using because it's the best mattress I've ever slept on. Mm-hmm. The mattress is so good that when we got it, my cat Winston became obsessed with it. And now he's on it all the time. And I'm no like, way. you have to move because no I way. need to sleep on the bed. It's my bed. It's not your bed. Wow. He's obsessed with it. It's wow. irritating, actually. Wow. He likes okay. the Helix Rude. so much. So rude. Everybody is unique, and I mean everybody, two words, because everyone sleeps differently. Their bodies are different, and that's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific seat positions and feel preferences. I'm a side sleeper slash stomach sleeper. Some people are back sleepers. Some people are exclusively side sleepers. There's a Helix mattress for all of you. 
Not only is the Helix the best mattress I've ever slept on, it, the setup was fast and easy. Their mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door. You just open it up and it like kind of like blows back up at a, after it comes out of the plastic and you put it on your bed and it's amazing. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model. And if you don't want to take our word for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. I was in Florida this past weekend, and guess what was the talk of the town? Your mom's aura frame? The aura frame. The aura frame kept, it was scrolling through every photo. I was like, oh, oh, there's that. Oh, there's that. Oh, there. I'm like, where'd they get that photo? There's always a photo where I'm like, where'd they get that photo? How'd they get that photo? I don't know where my mom gets the gifts that she sends me. Like when she sends me a text gift, I'm like, where did you find that? And sometimes I look at her aura frame and I'm like, where did you download this? No, I'm like, where did you get this photo from? Whose Instagram did you steal this photo off of? You know? They love to steal from, and they love to just screenshot and not yeah. crop. So it'll just oh. be like a cropped iPhone it'll just be photo a full that's Instagram. on the aura frame. Exactly. With it. comments and everything. It'll just be on, <laughs> it'll be zoomed in sometimes. So it's extra blurry. But you know what? That's how easy it is to get the photos on the aura frame because my parents can figure out how to do it. Do they do yes. it well? No. But do they do it? Yes. And the other thing that's great about aura frames, when you give them to your mom, your mother, a mother in your life, a mother mm -hmm. figure, it's a great Mother's Day gift, whoever the mother in your life is. You can connect it to your oh, yeah. Aura app and, and you, you can, can just photos. send them photos. You right. can, if they approve it, you can just put photos and kind of troll them and have fun and put random photos. I do it to Lindsay sometimes. Yeah, he does. Um, you can do it to your mom. My mom gave me access because she likes putting you gotta be careful. photos. You got to right. be a little careful with that, but you, you, should, you could do it, but you should do it. You got to be a little bit careful. But you Aura frames are Wi-Fi connected and they come with unlimited storage because it's all in the cloud. So you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to mom's frame. Not only will she be grateful, it's not another sweater. She'll love that an Aura frame means she gets to see more of you. So right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code WHO at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Keisha Sharp almost lost her biggest role because of fear of flying. Do you know people like this? I know someone's yes. dad cannot yes. fly and has to take a train everywhere. I know people like this and I know people who were like this but then like did Got like immersion it. therapy and were like cured. Yeah. I think that's cool. Also, this was something that Travis Barker had. And then remember, he because of his plane crash, and then he like married Courtney. And she was like, well, you have to, if you marry me, you have to take planes because I only fly private. And he was like, okay. And then he was like, I'll get over this. And now they fly like everywhere. everywhere private. Like if you are, Which if is you like, are with Courtney Kardashian, you have to. You're be in a private plane. Flying. They actually don't even fly sometimes. They just they're in it and they just take it by car around. Keisha Sharp is promoting Who's the Keisha new Sharp? season of. She's promoting the new season of Power Book Two Ghost, which okay. by the way films. I feel like every films in Brooklyn every day. <laughs> Yeah. Power Book no, 2 no, Ghost no. is shooting every single day. Just no, every it's true. Day. It's like the WA picketers are like currently, they're, they're always trying to stop Power Book 2 Ghost. It's like Law and Order, filming. The Equalizer, Power Book 2 Ghost. Billions. Billions, billions everywhere. Billions every day. It's shooting every day. Every day. Every day. It's, <laughs> it's true. Every time you see like a little sign, it's like, we're shooting here. Here's a permit. It's like billions. <laughs> Power Book 2 Ghost. Power Book 2 Ghost. Law and Order SVU. <laughs> Law and Order the other okay. way. What's the other one? That's Law and Order, the, the other one. The one where it's like the mob. Law and Order. I don't know. Crime. Mother. Crime Town or whatever. Law and Order Mother. Her biggest role. She I mean she was on she was on Girlfriends 
for a long time, but she wasn't one of the leads until later on. She was in um, Le- her biggest show up until Power Book 2 Ghost, which again shoots every day, was Lethal the Weapon. The cursed Lethal Weapon show? The cursed Lethal Weapon show that was still on for many, many seasons. She yeah. was on a network Remember TV they show kicked for many, off many, the many guy? Seasons. Remember they yes. kicked off the guy whose name yeah. I forget? Yeah. God, what was his name? Um, she played uh, Damon Wayans' wife in Lethal Weapon. So it was a big role. And while she was, uh, wh- the only reason she got this role. Clayne. His name was Clayne Crawford. There it is. Thank and he was you. fired from Lethal Weapon. So she was with this guy. And she tells the story. You just have to play the clip. Because the clip is actually like, she was doing a, like a Zoom interview. Again, promoting Power Book 2 Ghost, which again, shoots everywhere every day. And the way that she describes the story is when you play the clip, which is on this Zoom interview that she did, again, promoting Power Book 2 Ghost, which again, shoots everywhere every day in Brooklyn. She was talking about how she used to be afraid of flying. Then she got over her fear of flying thanks to her boyfriend turned husband. And then right after she got over her fear of flying, she got the role in Lethal Weapon. And she was like, it didn't even make any sense that I got the role in Lethal Weapon because I didn't audition for it. They just called me and offered me the job. And so it was sort of like a sign from God or something. Like it it felt like supernatural that she even got this. It felt like fate. It felt like kismet or whatever. But she says the reason that she was scared of flying to begin with is actually all because of guilt. It's guilt. Because she would sneak out and visit this guy, Bradford Sharp, who she ended up marrying and she's still married to when she was younger. And then she wouldn't tell her parents. It's sort of romantic. So she wouldn't tell her husband, her parents where she was going or she wouldn't give them all the details. And then she started feeling wrecked with guilt because of her flying to see this guy kind of like low key. And then she just fully got afraid of flying. I've never heard this fear of flying story. I'm just afraid of crashes. That is very, right. Like usually it would just be like, I'm afraid to crash. This is how it started. Um, I was in college and I started, I would fly my to go see my now husband, go see and, and but I didn't tell my parents. Listen, that's how, but so this is how it started. Cause I used to love flying. It started from being dishonest, right? Or not telling the truth. It's, I didn't say I wasn't going, but I didn't say I was. So I used to be in the plane saying, well, if I died, they wouldn't know. No one's praying for me. That's how it started. That small. That's turned into 15 years plus of this fear that was paralyzing. These are all very similar. These are all like things Chef you didn't know, but Duff this is not Goldman. Us 20 things you don't know. 25 things you don't know. My ideal. Who's Jeff Duff Goldman? You don't know who Duff Goldman Please is? Please welcome the no. ace of cakes and my children's personal hero, Duff Goldman. Hey, how's it going? Duff, I'm so excited to tell you that the other night I- He's who is the that? king of, what's his show? Uh, he's ace of cakes, God, ace of cakes, duh. Oh, I know his face. Yes. His name is Duff Goldman? His name is Duff Goldman. Okay, he's ace well. of cakes. You couldn't waterboard that name out of me. I would never remember that. <laughs> I would never remember that name. Sorry. He's Ace of Cakes. Duff Goldman. Okay. Duff Goldman. He's Ace of Cakes. Charm City Cake Shop. It's the Baltimore-based, yes, and they have the, the show yes. and they make the cakes. Okay. Um, All right. But because he's Fine. on, he had like a hit show on Food Network, it's like the, it's sort of like the Food Network curse in a way, even though I'm sure all these people make so much money, like... All you end up doing is like Food Network shows until you die. Like you just have to keep like hosting every other thing, showing up on every other thing, like being every on every Food Network competition show. Like it really is sort of like the food version of real world road rules shit where it's just like this is all you do now or like the Bachelor universe. It's just like this is all he does. So right. he did a 25 Things You Don't Know About Me and I just wanted to call out a couple of them. One of them mm. was my celebrity crush growing up was Valerie Bertinelli, which feels pointed. He says now it's flow from the progressive commercials. 
because he's calling out someone else who's on the Food Network. I think that's a joke. Mm-hmm. I think he's saying that okay. sort of like wink, wink. And then this one. Well, yeah. Flo is also a very, uh, it's an internet-y crush in a weird yeah. way. And number 22, 23 are badly edited and formatted on Us Weekly. So it looks like one thing. It says 22. I installed bidet hoses in my house. Game changer 23. The famous face I'm typically mistaken for is Bam Bam Bigelow. And I so was they like, just forgot to do thing? a line break. They forgot and you to got do a line confused. break. And I've never heard of Bam Bam Bigelow before, but they don't really look alike. He doesn't alike. look like him. No. no, not really. But I'm glad to know that this guy's name That's is That's a Chef bad one. Duff Why do we even Goldman? talk about Duff Goldman? I don't know. But now I'm going to get another one of these. Brittany Goldford from oh, Dead Ringers Day in My Life. This is a real... They need to like up the ante on these. I'm sorry. You know that these people are... These shows are coming to them being like, do something Please. with us. Do something for Dead Ringers. And they're like... Uh, we'll give you a day in my life for like one of your people. And they're like, you can't have Jennifer Connelly. And they're like, uh, okay, how about Brittany Oldford? Future Lindsay here. Please notice that Bobby did not notice that I mixed up Rachel Weisz and Jennifer Connelly. As I do constantly. Okay, bye. But this is truly exactly that. Where it's like, not only is Rachel Weisz the star of Dead Ringers, she's two stars of Dead Ringers. So it's yeah, sort so of it's like, like, there's not many people left. No, I'm kidding. And they're she's, not. This girlie is good in it, too. You, did you like the show? My sister just texted me if she I should watch it. Of, and I was like, I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I fell off, I will say. Okay. I fell off. It has one of the craziest pilots I've ever seen, but that didn't keep me going. Brittany Olford, I recognize because I watched for some reason, which doesn't make any sense. I did watch The Umbrella Academy and she's in like the third season of The Umbrella Academy. But she is, I guess, the is she the second lead? You watched The Umbrella Academy? I know. It started when I was doing freelance stuff for Netflix and I was like, I'm vaguely invested in this. I'm going to keep watching it. Mm. I watched it like... Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. I watched it like kind of half. I got it. Half assed it. I actually, it just doesn't, it's very much like not a me show at all. So I don't know why. Like, I didn't love it. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. I can't explain it. I mean, I can't explain it. I just Mm -hmm. explained it. So she's what? The third lead after Rachel Weiss and Rachel Weiss? She's also in Free Guy. Good movie. (laughs) See, that's insane to me that you liked Free Guy. I will never watch that movie in my life. It was good. You would like it too. Isn't Taika in it? Yes. And you would like it. Don't, you would like it too. I can't deal with. That's I the problem with free guys that you, if you watched it, you would be like, "That's good." Would I? Whatever. Okay. That's all. That's but all. But this this girly who is Beverly's girlfriend in Dead Ringers is Beverly one of the Rachel Vices? Yes. Okay, so she plays one of the Rachel Vices girlfriends in Dead Ringers, and she did a day mm-hmm. in my life. And honestly, it's boring. They. I know. There's they, really nothing. I don't even know what you want me to pull out of here from this, too. Well, she well here's she mentioned at the end she goes as a nightcap Oldford enjoys a bit of gaming before I put my devices away and turn off my phone. Ended up finishing Spirit Fair by Thunder Lotus Games and I wept. I feel like Spirit Fair is a game you, you would like. That? Have you played Spirit Fair? Really? Well, yeah. here's the thing. I was up till three a.m. last night playing the playing new Zelda, Zelda you would so like I really Fair. don't have time to play new games, let alone another video game. I'm already like, I'm already like losing feeling in my arms after like playing Zelda for too long. Like that's where we're at at this situation. Okay. The, it's bad. But you like it's, it? It's bad over here. Yeah, it's amazing. Mm. Do I need to stay up till 3 a.m. playing it? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. No. We do not know what rates below, so we need to be ready for anything. But I know I'll be okay with you, Link. Let's go solve this mystery. The Hollywood Reporter published the story searching for Superman inside the quest to cast DC's new top oh, hero. God. They're really obsessed with this. I'm more interested in the quest to cast DC's new bottom hero. So the... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably definitely been tweeted. 
I hadn't heard so many of these names. The race to find Clark Kent and Lois Lane has been heating up as top contenders like Nicholas Holt and David Corinsweet pull ahead. Who I've the fuck is David Corinsweet? I've heard these names before. And then guess what? The biggest gag of all about David Corinsweet, he's American. David, you and Lily got to shoot a scene with baby goats, a.k.a. kids. Did you know that each kid has a unique call and that's how the mom goat recognizes the difference between them? A unique call is basically the same thing as a catchphrase. If you had a catchphrase, what would it be? Wow, what a segue into a totally unrelated question. (laughs) If I had a catchphrase, it would probably be, be good, but not boring. But if you had a goat call, what would it be? That sounds about right. Yeah. We're doing young Superman because we fucking disc- we we treated Henry Cavill like absolute trash. He well, undeservingly yeah. got kicked to the curb. I'm nervous. No, that I the shoes gonna, the shoes gonna drop with Henry Cavill, but no, I, know. I know the shoes about uh, whatever. But for now, I love that mustache. But okay. <laughs> but they said we want Superman to be younger. We said we need a younger guy. How about David Corinsweet? And there's David Corinsweet is an American actor from House of Cards. The He's politician and Hollywood. American. Okay. I just saw the photo of him with a little swoop and his name, I'm David sorry, Cornsweet. He's, He's American. Be whatever, but he's been in so many flop movies. Yeah. Not flops like like actual flop, like flops in my mind. The Politician TV show, Hollywood TV show, the show, the movie Look Both Ways, which was the girly from Riverdale's weird movie that was like a uh, sliding doors oh, that was Reinhardt. not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the A24 movie, you guessed it, Pearl, our least favorite, mm-hmm. one of our least favorite mm-hmm. theater watches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying David Corn Sweat. Yeah, but also this is kind of the guy that if they're looking for someone unknown, like truly he fits the bill, you know, like who, who yes. is this man? Well, that's true. They really, they really would love what they want is to hit gold by introducing an unknown and kind of like this is our Superman. Like that's like the ideal superhero. They... Even though, because they know that this the idea of Superman sells movies itself, so they don't mm-hmm. necessarily need a big name. They know that they can break somebody yeah. who's new, which I kind of like because that's a rare opportunity. Right. And DC, they were like, Batman, big star, Robert Pattinson. The Flash, right. who came from the Space Force. Oh, let's pick Ezra Miller, who's now embroiled in like a controversy that's so nebulous and weird, right. no one can figure out how to talk about right. it. But they are definitely right. not well, like a superstar, right? They're definitely not like beloved by any means. No, and, but I think that's what they wanted from Ezra. I think that's yes. what they that's what they saw in Ezra initially. Mm-hmm. They said this kind of indie star that we can break, mm-hmm. and they made the wrong decision. But and they you know, made the wrong they, decision. You know. um, here's a fun fact about uh, Corin Sweat. Are you ready for this? Please. D- Corin Sweat's maternal grandfather is Edward Packard, inventor of the. Inter- interactive fiction genre, creator of the Choose Your Own Adventure book concept, and author of more than 50 books in that series. It's incredible. I was obsessed His with those books. maternal grandfather is invented Choose Your Own Adventure. Nepotism. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Nepo baby. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm Nepo kidding, baby. I'm kidding, the I'm other kidding, people I'm who were kidding, in the I'm running kidding. towards becoming America's next top Superman are Jacob Elordi, who we've talked about enough. We don't have to keep mm-hmm. talking about Jacob Elordi. What isn't, what isn't he in the running for? But it seems like he's running, but he's not actually getting anywhere. <laughs> like, he's always running, this guy. Yeah. He's always like, in the running. You're right. You're right. And it's I like, like I've him. I've seen this guy do hate crimes on Euphoria, but I haven't seen anything else. No, you've seen. He's acting. Deepwater. He's acting. Oh, he's great I'm so in sorry. He's great in Deepwater. He's I'm great so in Deepwater. Sorry. Vic, I want to introduce you to my friend, Charlie. Hi. 
Yeah, I'm Charlie. It's, it's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Thanks for giving my wife piano lessons. Yeah, no, of course. And she's a real natural, so it's, uh, you know, it's, it's my pleasure. Have we met before? I don't think so. <laughs> I think you both remember. Then we have Tom Brittany, another name I'd never heard of in my life. He's English. Better when be. I was like, what have you been in? And I looked and I was just like, I don't know what any of these things are. I love the idea of you yelling at him. What have you been in? <laughs> Tom Christopher Brittany is an English actor who is best known for playing the Reverend Will Davenport in Grantchester. No. No. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the other person is someone named Andrew Richardson who has been in stuff that I'd heard of or seen. One of them is the extrapolation show on Apple TV Plus about climate change and how climate change is bad. Thanks, Apple TV Plus. He's mm. also in a movie with none other than last week's star, Marsha Gay Harden, Daughter of the Bride. And he plays Josh. I think he's the um, fiance. And now he's going to be Superman? Yes. So it reminded me of an email that I got last week, unsolicited, just like a publicity press email, press email, really. I'm on some list. So I get this email. Hello, Bobby. This is Martin, data scientist at Newsworthy Data. I am reaching out with an exclusive report from Super Betting Sites, a media outlet that analyzes chances and odds for, for specific events. After Henry Cavill announced in December he websites. would not be returning as Superman, fans started speculating about who will be the next actor to play this the is iconic exactly superhero. exactly what they want you so to perfect. do is read it. Following some <laughs> recent updates from filmmaker and DC Studios CEO James Gunn, the team at Super Betting Sites used OpenAI to pick the actor with all the qualities and features of the perfect candidate. According to OpenAI, the tool we used... Riverdale star KJ Appa will be the ideal fit for the role. Why? Because here are the here are the different categories. One, dark hair. Two, strong physique. Three, chiseled jawline. Four, youthful appearance. You know who doesn't have strong physique and chiseled jawline? Oh, Grant, Grant Gustin. Grant Gustin, who was on The Flash. You know who doesn't have dark hair? Daniel Sherman or Colton Haynes. Colton or Chris Hemsworth. Or Chris Hemsworth. And Henry Cavill has all three, but he doesn't have a youthful appearance. <laughs> you know who also doesn't have a youthful appearance? Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, because this they're almost so 40. How you know that this is wrong is that the second person after KJ Apple who has dark hair, strong physique, chiseled jawline, youthful appearance. That's right. None other than Taylor Lautner. Taylor Lautner as Superman would, they would kill James Gunn if <laughs> Taylor Lautner <laughs> became Superman. How many pounds of muscles you put on? You're ripped. I, I can't believe it. Well, let's see. Um, I think it was a few weeks ago. I had put on 20 pounds. Uh, in I, st I started working out the day after I finished filming Twilight because I knew it was a necessity for the character. So uh, I put on 20 pounds, and then I guaranteed, this was a couple weeks ago, I guaranteed 10 more pounds, and I've already put on about six. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, snap. <laughs> what <did> I... <laughs> yeah, how, many, how many inches around is that? That's crazy. Um, I'm not sure. I don't know how many inches around, but uh, I'm, I'm hoping it's paying off because it took a lot of hard work. So I'm, I'm trying to get them up there. Seeing. Possibly. I like going like this. Oh. <laughs> and you got a sixer going too? What's that? You got a six pack? Um, maybe, maybe a little. You know, I've tried lots of things to get me to go to sleep in the past, you know, few years. Just a little bit of just a little bit of a push. You've got your melatonin, you got your various things, but I've found that of all the things, a little bit of C B D, a little bit of C B distillery, that's getting me goes along. That's way. getting me conked right out <laughs> and and sleeping through the night.
It really is. I love CB Distillery. They have not all their products are for sleep. Some That's are for true. relaxation, but like I love the sleep ones. They say shh. Those gummies they sent us. I was in a chill vibe all day when I took two of those. They're good ass gummies. <laughs> They're good ass gummies. No, you were. You were like, you were like, I took CBD earlier today and I feel chill. I'm like not operating heavy machinery on those things. You know what I mean? I'm in a good place. Heavy machinery? <laughs> what did I say? You said heavy machinery, which is good. I like that. I know what you meant. <laughs> CB Distillery's targeted formulations are made from the highest quality, clean ingredients. They all caps the clean, which means you know it's clean. No fluff, no fillers, just effective CBD solutions designed to help support your health. In two non-clinical surveys, 81% of customers experienced more calm, 80% said CBD helped with pain after physical activity, and an impressive 90% said they slept better with CBD. And I'm among those 90%. So if you struggle with a health concern and haven't found relief, make the change like we did to CB Distillery. And with over 2 million customers and a solid 100% money back guarantee cb distillery is the source to trust hooligans have a 20 percent discount to get you started visit cbdistillery.com and use code who who for 20 percent off that's cbdistillery.com code who cbdistillery.com well i just want to read you these two headlines okay. that i thought were funny that i Please. saw in close succession okay here's one influencer sky wheatley is shutting down her instagram business as she sells off remaining stock for rock bottom discounts quote this is a bittersweet moment and then here's another headline. Roxy Jasenko's millionaire daughter, Pixie, 11, <laughs> is set for retirement as she closes another business after her toy company made $200,000 in a single month. <laughs> Roxy Jasenko's daughter, Pixie, 11. She sells bows. Sky Wheatley shut down her uh, business, Sky and Freeha. Things weren't going well. Perfect. Okay, hi. I've got my old camera out. It's so vintage. It's giving vintage. I thought... Why don't we answer some questions before I go to my lip dissolving appointment today? I am finally getting my lips to finally getting my lips dissolved. Absolutely disgusting, Bindi. Let's move on to relationships. So, since I'm not a Housewives of Atlanta person, I'm not really either. I, I've been told but... this was very shocking. But the you the the reactions to it, and I think you and I can both understand that it's a big deal because they had their own spinoff show. Like yeah. they've had spinoffs. Party they've the party. been like, right? Like he's been her rock for like a long time. He's a lot younger than her. It was like a whole thing. Their relationship was really strong. Like mm -hmm. I feel like they're they're people really enjoyed their um kind of chemistry or whatever that they mm -hmm. had on the show itself to get that show extended so many times like it was on for a long time so people really gagged when it, they announced that they're getting divorced and that it's fucking contentious I, I was i was very surprised that was not the news i ever expected to get they they seemed so much in love and uh just together i mean they were a couple that yeah i thought they were in it for the long haul very surprised. Sorry to hear that uh, there may be some financial, you know, issues. Yes. TMZ is reporting that they owe a million dollars to the IRS. Texted a little bit with Kim yesterday. Sent my condolences because it's a sad thing. They have kids. And uh, that was just a couple that seemed very yeah. much in love. Hate. I'll show a no-go. I hate fronting and stunting. Pay your bills. That's all I have to say. Pay your bills. 
Bethany Frankel has a message for Kim Zolciak and Croy Bierman. So this is Kim Zolciak, Bierman, and Croy Bierman. They announced yeah. that they were splitting. And they've been married for over 10 years. So, And they had four kids together during that time, but also didn't she have kids before that as well? Yeah. like Or Brielle, their kids all together? Like Brielle is not Croy's biological daughter, I guess. It just um, seems crazy because language. then TMZ came out and said, no open marriage or cheating despite online rumors. So like mm -hmm. there's contention, but it's not because of that. And then you have an, an article from Us Weekly that was like, Kim Zolciak and Croy Bierman are avoiding each other while living together amid divorce. So they're like living in the same house. It's giving Vanderpump rules. And they're, but they are like divorcing. Well, remember their house was also part of this too. They have a huge house. Yeah. Well, that's what the, that's what yeah. the. The source tells Us Weekly, they're like, it's a big house. That's the direct quote. They're like, it's a big house. No, well, that's Basically thing, saying right. it's easy for them to avoid each other because the house is so enormous. People were implying that it had more to do with money and financial I think it's money. shit. Like, because these housewives spend money like they like it is going out of fashion. Like, mm -hmm. they spend it so fast. And I think then you, then you have uh, TMZ saying... Uh, we're way behind in taxes. We over a million dollars. Our home's in foreclosure. This was happening in February of this month. So yeah. things were not looking good. But I thought they were like a, uh, a you know, a joined force against the, the IRS. The right. Like IRS, in, a, you know? in a Chrisley way where it's like our financial problems actually make us stronger even if we end up going to right. prison for it. You know, like right. this right. is this is to me. But it's this, reminding this me took of, them down. It's reminding me of like the Kirkland version of like Giselle and Tom where it's like. Yeah. This seems like a money the Kirkland, thing. The Kirkland you know? version. This seems I mean, like a money fair, issue. I mean, to be fair, Kim Zolciak is a much bigger Bravo star than Giselle. Mm-hmm. In terms of like her impact. I mean, her, like she's got that. She got the spinoff. That's Netflix, true. That, not it's a lot of people can say that. It's true. No, you I'm know? talking about Giselle Bündchen. Not oh, Brian. I thought you were talking about no. Giselle. No, <laughs> when their when their when their relationship fell apart around the same time as all their FTX stuff like came to light, and they yes, were like yes, fucked yes, up yes, with yes, that. Yes, 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 like, yes. Like I think yes, yes. because okay. the open Giselle marriage is stuff, a like, bigger star. Than... What, really I love that you accepted that, that I said that Giselle was a, not a big enough <sighs> big enough star. But at the same time, you were in a sense calling Giselle Bryant a bigger star than Giselle Bundkin because your face went, your mind went there first, which I love. I know, but the idea that you let me call Giselle, Giselle, like one word, one name, Giselle, a bigger star than Kim Zolciak. <laughs> well, when you said that, I was like, mm, hold, I mean, hold on. <laughs> I needed I needed a few seconds to process what that meant. I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm like, Kim Zolciak has her own show. Giselle's just an international supermodel. <laughs> well, I was kind of like, I. there was a bit of a logic to it. There was a bit of a logic no, to there, it. Okay. No, it's funny. Yeah, but this no, is, it's, it's just. It's funny. I. I like that this is sort of like the rumors are are instantly they were about and again I don't watch the show maybe maybe their marriage issue maybe their marriage issues happen on the show and that makes people think about these things but it's funny that I was seeing were people saying like people were shocked so if there had been if the show had revealed some sort of weird tension people have been like we were waiting for these two to break up finally they're broken you know what I mean it yes. wasn't one of those things like told you so it yes. was like gasp I just know? thought it was interesting that like I saw tweets about how oh they had an open relationship that like worked out until it didn't stuff like that but it's like it seems like the truth here is really just money like it always is right like like it is nine times out of ten or i mean six i just think the housewives famously spend more money than they have this is literally the housewife kind of thing is that you create a lifestyle that's supported by reality tv that you literally can't afford and then you mm -hmm. spend too much money and you buy a house that is way too big that you honestly cannot pay for and then mm -hmm. you lose the house or whatever yeah. and the thing that like not to bring up selling sunset again but the thing that <laughs> uh, 
Emma Bring it brought up. up in some Q&A she did somewhere. I hate not remembering where it was. Emma Hernan, the Emma Hernan. queen. But she did a, like a little Q&A for some website and talked about, and I know this is true of Housewives too. It's true of so many of these shows where they were like, how much money do you spend on your hair and makeup every season? Because like they're not getting that from Netflix and the Housewives no. aren't getting that from Bravo. No. You and sp- wardrobe. Right. You they're just bringing the cameras and the producers. You show up how you want to show up. And if you want to show up looking glam, you got to pay for it. And Emma was like, oh, I spend six figures a season on my hair and makeup. And it's like, that adds up. And I feel like it's not just houses. It's not just like spending money on cars, etc. It's literally like spending money on how you present yourself every time the cameras are on. And that isn't chump change, you know, like that's a bunch of money. Anyway, it was just like a detail that I like, I think it's easy yeah. to forget. Yeah. That they are spending so much money on stuff that I think traditionally when it comes to television, you assume it's paid for, but it's it's not. And it's like the other stories about like how a lot of these women, um, the ones with more money, pay people to basically write them storylines. Like they're paying for writers and travel too. with them and everything. Yeah. All right, moving on, we have another split Ugh. that did also shake the nation. I mean, Shook I don't know. People, uh, people were more gagged because – but it's funny because it's uh, just as a couple that is like not even really – no one even really knew who she was. I mean, she's an actress too. He had his breakout with the bear. It's Jeremy Allen White and Addison Timlin. They're close friends with Dakota Johnson. We talked about them a little while, while back. I guess people were just – people in the know were surprised because they were they had such a strong united front when he won the Emmy like it or the Globe or whatever he won. The Emmy? The Globe? The Globe? He won whatever. the Globe. And, peop- and she – you know, this whole – this whole paragraph about how amazing I've known because they've been together for like 15 years like they they're literally a very they've been together forever they have two kids yeah and all of a sudden now she posts a very telling very long Mother's Day screed about being a single mother and not only that gave as Timmy said a very specific timeline as to how long she's been a single mother Uh and so people love to point out contradictions and they had plenty of contradictions to point out here Right. She said at one point that it's been a hard nine months. And people noticed that in January, which is less than nine months ago, she posted about his what's his name? I already forgot. Jeremy Allen White, the bear himself, winning the Golden Globe. And she wrote, when we were 14 years old and I saw you perform for the first time in drama class, I couldn't take my eyes off you. When we run your lines for Shameless, I'd be so tickled knowing that blah, 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 blah. It keeps going, keeps going, keeps going. Watching you win on Tuesday was one of the most overwhelming dimensions, dimension hopping moments of my whole life. Watching you win last night while holding our two babies was pretty out of this world too. Daddy wind another trophy winner's cup. We're so proud. Where it's like. But I think the thing is, is like what's upsetting about this is as soon as this show took off and became a thing. I mean, this guy 
guy had been on Shameless for 10 years. Like, he's a steady working, relatively, actually very successful actor compared yeah. to most actors in the industry, right? But the minute he got the attention from the bear that is like the overwhelming Hollywoodization of his life, it was almost like countdown to blowing your life up because mm-hmm. that always is the threat where like you're all of a sudden giving everything you want and it's like, uh, like he has a wife and two kids, like they better watch out. Like that yeah. always, like I think a lot of people kind of said that, like, you know what I mean? Like it sucks yeah. that the other shoe has to drop, as you had said already this episode. Yes. Somebody else. And then I we have Cavill. two, I mean, I, I don't know if you put this in here, Timmy, but two rumors from Dumois. And what's yeah. funny about this is that Dumois had two rumors in recent history involving cheating allegations surrounding this couple. But what's funny is that one of them is about how he cheated and the other one is about how she cheated. And the way that I re- interpret this now, reading this, it's like, oh, there's no cheating there. Their relationship fell apart nine months ago and they were just seeing and other people in the interim. And somebody was dating. Yes. Exactly. Like, Nobody, like, I don't think that's either, cheating at either all. Either they're both cheating or yes. actually they broke up and they're both dating. Yeah. So like one of the rumors yeah. was like, this person's cheating on her Golden Globe winning hubby with this director or whatever. And the other one's like, this person's cheating on her on his doting wife with a PA on the second season of his show. And it's like, well, but I do think that, that those rumors are true. Like the hookups of them are true. Sure. The details within the hookups are probably true. But, but the idea that the it's context. being framed as cheating, cheating. Yeah. Yes. is not true. Right. Um, anyway, but like really it bummed people out because again, this show turned people into lunatics kind of. <laughs> well, you have as someone who'll never it. watch the bear. Uh, it really kind of made people crazy. Well, it's so good because you and you don't know because you've never seen it. You yeah. don't understand why it made it why it made us crazy. What's funny though is And guess what? It comes back in like a week. I can't wait. What's funny though is Won't that be like, as good as the first season. Can't if be. this sort of tarnishes Nothing is. if this sort of tarnishes Jeremy Allen White's like internet boyfriend luster, which it might, which it might, yeah. the press might have to latch on to someone else from the show and that person is clearly gonna be like AO Debris, right? Well, she's deserving of it. Right. I don't want it to ruin her life, too. But I do think that she is, like, more deserving of it than he is. Yeah. He just got the heartthrob shit because, you know, he's hot. What I'm saying is, like, like his loss could ultimately be her win, which I think is sort of an interesting dynamic. But I you know, do like, think something like this doesn't actually affect – it affects the internet boyfriend of it all, but doesn't actually affect the, his, the like – show, yeah. No. Not the show, but, I mean, his career. Like, his career. Mm-hmm. Unless something is going on with him that has to take him out of the game for or whatever. But like in terms of – I don't think that that like – I don't think Hollywood in terms of casting him cares that he is broke up with his wife. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> right? This – I when I saw the headline, I was like mad at whoever put this in here, you or Timmy. Because I like put some relationship news in here, blah, blah, blah. But then like a couple new relationship news has popped in since I was in the dock. And one of them was this inside Bachelor Nation, Hannah Godwin's Las Vegas bachelorette party before Dylan Barber wedding. And I was like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to talk about like random Bachelor Nation girlies, like absolutely not Hannah Godwin. No. And then I clicked on the TikTok that one of you put in and was like, never mind. I have to talk about this girly. This is the funniest TikTok I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> I'm obsessed with her. I love this. I need to watch all of her content. This is astonishing. <laughs> like the like 30 seconds, the 30 seconds from like, absolutely not. I want to cut this to I stand for the rest of my life. Wait, so should Because I, I don't, I don't really, what am I missing here? Have you watched the wa- TikTok? No. Hannah Godwin and Dylan Barber, we've 
maybe mentioned them in the past. Maybe we hadn't. Yeah. Like, they met on... They're both Bachelor people. They're Bachelor Nation people. They met or fell in love on Bachelor in Paradise. Hey, I'm Dylan, 24 years old, and welcome to San Diego. I came into Hannah's season really just looking for a partner. Obviously, things didn't work out, but I'm just really excited to have another opportunity to meet somebody. My friends would describe me as super goofy. <laughs> I'm excited for people to see my personality. I'm gonna come on to the beach and be like, what's up guys? Like, this is me. Did we get that? Yeah. I could totally see myself finding someone that I fall in love with. I'm just hoping I can find, you know, kind of that life burner. I hope Hannah G's there. Hannah's obviously stunning. Her personality is super outgoing, but also has, you know, that serious side to her. I feel like it fits so perfectly with mine. What if I get married in paradise? That would be so crazy. So now they are actually getting married. And Hannah just had a bachelorette party in Las Vegas. And I was like, boring, okay. boring. I don't care. Who right. cares? Right. And right. then Timmy was like, well, this TikTok of hers from March, I don't know why. It just started going viral again. This feels so good. And to finally get it off of my chest, um... I love Sloppy Joes. So I used to be embarrassed that I liked Sloppy Joes, which is so sad because I loved them. Um, and I would like tell kids at school my favorite food was like chicken nuggets or something, like something normal because Sloppy Joes, I was embarrassed. But we're gonna make them tonight. I'm about to come out. I have to get something off my chest. I love Sloppy Joes. And then <laughs> she comes out as a Sloppy Joe lover on TikTok. And why did, did the sound go viral? Because people were like making fun of like coming out as a Sloppy Joe lover. Like what was the virality? The only tweets that I'm seeing are like literally captionless. It's just she's so brave. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love Sloppy Joes. She says okay, that that's funny. it wasn't cool or normal like liking chicken nuggets. She loved Sloppy Joes but couldn't share her truth with people because she didn't want to be bullied. So you're saying you didn't get why she was a thing and then now you stand her because now she I get came it. out as a Sloppy Joe lover. I think she's pretty funny. She's pretty funny. And like everything's moving really fast, Hannah exclusively told E! News at the second annual charity flag football tournament from RX3, the consumer growth equity firm mm-hmm. co-founded by Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really good. It's really good. We have a a confirmation of a romance. Uh, We talked about it when it happened, when they first like... This is big. This is big. Lily Rose Depp has said (laughs) she has spent four months with her crush. So that's like as 070 Shake. 070 Shake, four months dating Lily Rose Depp. Four months with my crush. Lily Rose, 23, wrote atop a photo of her locking lips with Babuena, 25, which she shared via her Instagram story. In the snap, the actress was seen passionately grabbing the New Jersey native's face as they made out for the camera. I can't. I can't. I can't. Calling Shake a New Jersey native is just like so funny. I love that. So funny. It's I so love funny. that. Um, they literally ran out of things so fast that they went to New Jersey native. You know what I'm realizing this also could be? What? Because of the idol. It's sort of like, let's do this now oh. because she's about to go premiere that show at Cannes. So if Shake goes to that, that'll be like, a lot of good red carpet content, you know, I like mean, let's sort of yeah. let's announce it first, kind of officially a because lot it's of been rumored sexy for months. Red carpet content, yeah, yeah it's true. Let's just sort of get it out of the way, and then we mm-hmm. can just do this red carpet mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, Sia married her boyfriend, and from the Who photos, is this man? 
I think they got married where Khloe Kardashian no, got it's married. Lit- it's literally the same place. You and spotted it's crazy it, but because they, it's confirmed. Sia attended that wedding, so she, so not to be weird, but like <laughs> Sia went to Khloe went to Kourtney Kardashian's <laughs> Wait, wedding really in funny. Italy, and then was like, hmm, and then literally had her wedding there like maybe six months later, not much later, not that many months, not much later. That's really funny. That wedding was almost a year ago, though. The Courtney Kardashian. It's actually been a life is very long. That was a very that was a long time ago. The Courtney Kardashian wedding. She goes, "I'm gonna swing from this exact chandelier, <laughs> <laughs> from this exact chandelier." I think this is just like random. Like her, he's kind of random. Like he, who is yeah. he? He's like random. I I literally even on it was the sun. I I tried to find out what his job is. Cannot find it anywhere. Even on The Sun, they were like, who is Sia's husband, Dan Bernard? They never even try to answer it. They made a whole post that says, who is Sia's husband, Dan Bernard? They never even come close to answering that really? question. And that's the wow. headline. Yeah, click it. That's funny. There's, there's nothing close. They say his name a couple of times. What does Us Weekly call him? They call him nothing. Yeah, boyfriend. They call him boyfriend. Yeah. They say Sia and boyfriend. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they use boyfriend uh, or like boyfriend of X months or whatever. Like they just call him boyfriend. It's really okay. Funny. They got married a year. Yeah, it is funny that she got married in the same place because mm-hmm. I, the other thing that's funny about that. No, you're is right. That that's definitely what Courtney happened. Courtney <laughs> made such a big deal, at, but they made such a big deal in the documentary about what a specific and special and unique thing it was for them to be allowed to get married yeah. at the Dolce and Gabbana's like house or whatever. Ronald Reagan's granddaughter married a cop. <laughs> Ronald Reagan's granddaughter married a cop. People Magazine got an exclusive write up about how Ronald Reagan's Ronald Reagan's granddaughter married a cop. <laughs> it's so funny. People has been people has been dining out on all of their queer couples, their queer babies, yep. exclusives, and, and said, now they're like, we have to even it out. You thought we were only covering gay marriage? Well, guess what? Ronald Reagan's granddaughter married a cop. <laughs> <laughs> Ex- you heard us. Exclusive. You heard us. We're gonna go in deep. We're gonna get them. Fo- we're gonna get photos. We're gonna get everything. And if we if we could put this on the cover of our magazine. It is so funny that it's almost like it's truly like they try to even out all of their queer, like relationship coverage that they've been doing for the past. It kind of goes back to zero, honestly. With no, we they've they're done. We're we're fully back at zero. You're totally. It's kind of back to zero. You know, Ronald Reagan's youngest grandchild Ashley marries an intimate Santa Barbara wedding. The Catholic school principal and. (laughs) The Catholic school principal wed police officer Joe Dunster at the Our Lady of Mount Carmel Church in Montecito, California. On May 5th, quote, it was everything I dreamed of, Ashley tells people. There is nothing funnier than this. We just complimented them. Did you see what their first dance was to? Yeah, and now I have to fucking cut that song out of my life. Their first dance was to Hold My Hand by Stephanie Germanata, and I'm so mad. Well, it is a song about the the army or whatever, about the Air Force. I know. I mean, it it sucks that Top Gun Maverick was total propaganda, but I liked – I tried my best to separate Hold My Hand from the propaganda film that it was written for, and now I can't. It's your song, and it's also the song of Ronald Reagan's granddaughter and her cop husband. Does this mean I have to – Fucking throw out my limited edition Hold My Hand Urban Outfitters clear Coke glass vinyl. No, but you should sell it to Ronald Reagan's granddaughter. <laughs> <laughs> she sends me a, a message on eBay that's like, came, not damaged, slur. <laughs> <laughs> Five stars, slur. Stop Ugh. it. Stop it. Stop it. Nancy's, Stop it. Nancy's granddaughter. 
this is so it's 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 it really is so funny like i feel like the last people exclusive photos i saw were like debrat's baby bump and now it's ronald reagan's youngest grandchild yes. marrying a cop yes like... it's great Honestly, i've never it's heard good. of this woman the thing is though these these presidential grandchildren get one headline for their lives this always happens they get it once. This is the first and only time she will get attention unless she gets divorced from this guy. Like, no one cares about Ronald Reagan's granddaughter. So, like, in a way, I'm sort okay, of like, let harsh. her have it. But in another way, I'm like, go to prison. Like, <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> like, everyone everyone in his family should, like, be in prison, I guess, in some way. Like, I don't know what to tell you. So, <laughs> Bobby said, that's generational trauma. <laughs> <laughs> no, truly. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? This is interesting. Did you read her Glamour profile? She gave a lot of comments. She was a spigot. She opened it up. She commented a lot. We she, have all she these commented details on the about wedding. her wedding. She commented on the COVID party that got brought up mm -hmm. for some reason. She commented on her book club. She's reading Clara and the Sun. She said, well, honestly, there was no real getting down on one knee. It was like, I want to marry you. Mm -hmm. Let's just do it. Some women... Uh, like to feel that real special attention on that day and everyone's different and for me I think with my job mm -hmm. it's all it's very attention driven that's right bitch I <laughs> wanted to keep it private because my life and my career aren't the wedding was planned in two to three days because I was out of cycle <laughs> her cycle is her entire life which yep. is what I call it when I'm not in album cycle mode and his kids Taika has two daughters from previous marriage were there and really wanted them to be part of it and he was either th then or ready to wait for her wait for ages yeah. i didn't want to do without my stepkids there so we just figured it out and we did it it was perfect my sister so her was sister there, was there but not amazing. her parents yeah my parents were on zoom so mm -hmm. i f it really is feels like the first thing that rita has done in like a really really long time or maybe ever that could have potentially been this huge press moment that she did not do because of, like press for essentially or like any sort of yeah. public anything because of the timing and the speed at which they did it, right? It's kind of incredible. But I think it's I think it's just like how long have we been saying like, oh, she's gonna drop the photos in Vogue eventually. She's gonna drop all these details somewhere. She kind of dropped it in a paragraph in a profile in Glamour UK. Like, well, it's also crazy because she's saying I had a Tom Ford gown. It had this amazing veil. I want to see it. I want to see your gown. Yeah. I mean, I'm 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 just so. It's it's shocking. What? I feel like we're just never going to see these photos until like, oh, her anniversary post. And literally she went to the Tom Ford store and they had one wedding dress and she took it. And then she told Tom Ford that uh, that she had chosen a dress from him. And he said, did anyone else know you got married? No, I told my friends and my friends afterwards. No one knew. No one was surprised. They were like, I'm so happy for you. And when can we throw a big rager? Have you done one yet? No, maybe sometime this year. We haven't even thought about it. By the time we throw it, we'll be old news. Mm -hmm. My friends won't care about it anymore. That's what we said. Where's the rager? I love when celebrities do this, but she's like, oh, I'm so boring. We just sit on the couch at 9 p.m. watching TV. We're watching not Beef. True, I'm reading though, Claire in the true. Sun. Uh, that's not true. I, yeah. We, I see her out every night. I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. 
the wedding stuff is out of character, mm-hmm. but I believe it. This is just ridiculous. You're not reading a book. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Okay, we didn't even talk about how she slayed at Eurovision on the pod. And she did slay at Eurovision. Wait, did we talk she about did. it? Did we not? We did. We talked about it on the Eurovision oh, okay. Patreon she episode, slayed. the subscriber episode. But the but what was so cool about the, the um, I mean, it was it had a nonsense sort of concept that was a little girl in a ballerina outfit playing basketball and then Rita comes out and like gives her a side hug and then the girl goes away. I was like, like why is she having Rita basketball? Rita comes out in full black but leather she sang... and she's like, okay, girly, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> she sang a medley of her biggest like love songs, but they were like slowed down versions. They were like hyper balladized versions. She started versions. with ritual slow and then she built it up into um, anywhere. I will never let you down. And then her latest. Fat by Slim. Yeah. Praising you. And then finally on Mother's Day, actually she posted this. No, it was Mother's Day. It was Mother's Day. I took it. I took it on Mother's Day. I took a screenshot on Mother's Day and forgot to send it to you. Well, you sent it to me and you said awful. And then I clicked it and it's a screenshot from Rita's Instagram stories and it's her cradling her stomach covered in some sort of like throw and she goes, mother to my food belly. (laughs) (laughs) It's, I know. (laughs) I I literally was like. (laughs) Don't say food belly. Don't say food food belly. Don't say food belly. That's not a, you can't. What? Doesn't she mean food baby? Aren't they called yeah, food babies? Not food bellies? She got it wrong. She pulled a U. Oh, Rita, I love her all over again. I love her all over again. She got it wrong. You can you can watch her Eurovision performance on YouTube. It's very good. Uh, we'll, we are done. Thank you for listening to another episode of the podcast. Thank you to Katie and Erica of The Who's for providing our Rita theme song. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant, for researching and editorializing. What else? Thank you to all of our subscribers on Patreon and uh, via the Apple Podcasts app where you can subscribe and get the audio only. On Patreon, you get more stuff. You get newsletters, um, a Discord server, and a lot more. But do whatever you want to do. We love it. And we'll see you on Friday with our episode of Who's There? Call in at 619 Who Then to leave questions, comments, and concerns. Have a good see week. Ya, bye. Bye. You or Jayla? Be famous.